tight end Dalton Schultz joins us now. And Dalton, it's good to be with you. First things first, Rest money peace, aside, what'd you say? Rest in peace, Uncle Phil. Rest in peace, Uncle Phil. Yeah, first things first. Rest in peace, Uncle Phil. Oh, man. You're just exposing yeah. me. I, I don't know You don't this. know this? No, what is this? First of all, let's oh, get... listeners will know. What is it? Is it... J. Cole lyric, man? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, yeah. not a J. Cole fan? I'm, it's not that I'm not a fan. It's just I'm ignorant of it. I'm, I'm 45. I'm, you just, well, I'm if you don't listen stuff. to him, you're not a fan. Exactly. So I'm, I'm going to just take the gray out of this. There you go. <laughs> you're black and white. I like that. Okay, money aside, why'd you choose Houston? Why'd you choose the Texans? I think it's easy to get excited about a young team roster that they didn't have a very good record last year but the roster is solid I mean you know having played against them last year and just I had a lot of respect for what they're able to accomplish and um, again it's like you bring in a good coaching staff and then I come in and I meet you know a great nutrition staff and then a great strength staff and then a great you know front office like all the things are lined up where I'm like dude how how is this not like a winning organization you know what I mean like and so I think all the pieces have been in place and bringing in that SF scheme and, you know, the SF defense, I'm biased because, like, they kicked me out of the playoffs the last two years. Right. Like, I mean, it's, dude, it's a solid, solid scheme. And so it's like I've, I'm already bought into that aspect of it. And you come here and you meet, you know, you meet all the guys and you're around the locker room and you see the young leadership, the old leadership. And I think it's just a, a recipe for success. And so to me, it was kind of an easy decision. Yeah, you bring up that scheme and, boy, it's been successful out there with Kyle Shanahan and, you know, he had a stop. A lot of us remember him when he was here. And D'Amico practiced against that every day. Mm-hmm. When you actually got in the room for the first time, after you'd signed and everything, you looked at that, how eye-opening was that for you? Just like you're talking the, the playbook aspect? Looking at the playbook, seeing the Dude, personnel. Dude, oh my God. Yeah. One, it's I noticed it's nice because they make a lot of stuff look exactly the same. And, I, I mean, that's classic Shanahan offense. But, like, just to see it in action, like, on paper, it's like, oh, my God, like, I can do so much with this. And the second thing is like, dude, it's a lot. I was a little bit more of a West Coast offense in college. Mm-hmm. And so like I'm used to kind of a little bit of verbiage, but like the amount of different formations and you know, the amount of routes in the route tree, like it's just it's a lot of volume. And so I get, you know, why guys you could maybe struggle early with with learning a system like this, dude. It's just a, it's a, it's a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so that is definitely a challenge and a challenge that, you know, as a young team, I think we look forward to just because we got a lot of guys that haven't been in a ton of offenses. And, you know, this is this is their first one that they can maybe really sink their teeth into. And so I think it's it's good, man. It allows you to really dial in and on a week to week basis. I mean, you can always pull something out of the woodworks, man. Like so I'm excited. I think slow is doing a, a great job with, you know, installing and making things easier on us really categorizing things and putting things in a specific buckets to make it easier to remember certain concepts and whatnot. And I think the coaching staff as a whole has done a really good job with the the transition from the draft to free or free agency to the draft to, to now where it's like we can start putting these things in place and OTAs. And I think it's really been smooth. It's cool to hear you say that because last week when Sloak was meeting with the media, he talked about how at a very base level, they broke things down and they, they did the minutia and how important is that as a player, seeing that, knowing how complicated, how complex that, that playbook is? It's great. To be quite frank, like the first few weeks, we were all like, gosh, are we doing enough? Like, I mean, it was just they broke things down exactly to that to that sense of like, okay, these are this is going to be this route at this depth at this many steps, and we're going to do it exactly like this. And, like, it's just a lot of literally breaking down a route into a five-minute presentation out there on the field. And, I mean, we'd get like two or three of those. And like, mm. that was our day. 
And so it's like, I think, you know, as a player, you're like, okay, can we like, can we put it all in? Like, can we, can we go a little bit? But, you know, having a, again, having a staff that's willing to sit down and really go into the details and depths from the get go, it shows, you know, maybe for the young guys that haven't been in a bunch of offenses in the NFL and don't understand what the detail it takes to succeed as an offense on this level, it gives them a really good platform to kind of build their understanding of, okay, I have this route. Why do I have this route? What do we want to throw this route for? What coverage is this route for? What release am I going to take on this route? And why am I going to take this release? Again, it's a lot when you're telling a guy for the first time on a whatever route, this is why we do it. It can seem a lot, but like the reasoning behind it is is like really, really nice and, and good and successful in my opinion, kind of starting from the ground up like that. Because it's easy to kind of just say, hey, just do this and then – go back and figure out, okay, why am I doing this later? But if you start from that, I think it gives you a little broader understanding of the overall concept. It opens up a path to kind of understand the offense at a deeper level, like from the get-go. So you just brought up all the stuff about running routes, catching passes, and so on and so forth, but you're a tight end, so, oh, hey, I'm Dude, also I an offensive lineman, I, too. I know, you know? I was, and I need to touch on that because, like, <laughs> I, arguably, that's some like part of the offense that I'm most excited for. How come? Is the run game. Because, do the run game is, like, to my core, like, dude, I'm an offensive lineman. Like, I grew up an offensive lineman. I played center forever. I dropped weight right before high school, played tight end my last year at Little League, like, and then kind of went into my career as a tight end from there. But, like, I just love – I love blocking people, dude. Like, mm-hmm. and everybody's got their opinion on, you know, you know, that for – at the tight end position for any tight end that you pick. But, like, dude, it's fun. Mm-hmm. And especially in your – you're in an offense that, like – Everything is so finely defined, and hey, this is where this ball is going. This is exactly how we're blocking. This is where the point's going to go. Hey, we're running this play. Here's exactly the track. Here's how these combos and double teams are going to work. Like it's so it's it's black and white. Going back to our original yeah. conversation, it's there's no gray area for how things should be. And so it's like for me in the run game, it's so easy to just like tee off and just go. Whereas, you know, in, in, you know, in some other schemes that I've been in, you know, going even back to, to college, it's like sometimes it's, you know, well, well, if they do this, then, you know, maybe we do this. And, you know, no, it's, it's easy. It's this or this. Yeah. That's it. So we're going to transition. For, and I want to keep asking you football stuff, but we got to transition to the weird stuff like I promised you. Birthday's July 11th, 7-Eleven. Favorite Slurpee gets, flavor is what? Everybody gets free Slurpees on my birthday. Favorite? Slurpee fla- flavor. Slurpee flavor. Say that fast. That's tough. Favorite Slurpee. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. you got mm. me. I'm going to go with Coke and Pina Colada. Ooh. Mix. Those are good. Those are good. You got to put them together. You're commenting on the microphone quality and the... The microphones. I know. I'm missing. I'm missing the the uh, what do you call it? The uh, the uh, yeah the headphones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The to hear. How come? Why you're the first player that's ever even noticed that? I I think and said something about it. Yeah, dude. I I, I got a pretty beast computer setup. Yeah. And so I I've got a sure microphone at home and like I just have a lot of respect for <laughs> you know like good <laughs> good microphones and good audio. I stream sometimes in the off season. I haven't streamed this season, but like usually when I'm home, that's kind of what I like to do. Okay. I'm a big big gamer, so okay. that's kind of my. It's my pastime. I built a whole nother PC gaming setup down here. Really? So I've got one in Dallas, and I got a whole nother one down here. That's like people go out and spend money on jewelry and that's what you spend clothes. Years on. Mine is building computers. <laughs> All right, the last one because we're getting rushed out of here, but got to rank the Daltons. You're in there, John Dalton, the English chemist who came up with atomic theory. 
Andy Dalton, B. Dalton Booksellers, and Dalton from Roadhouse. Where do they all shake out? Dalton from Roadhouse is number one. Okay. I mean, I think my dad would agree with that. I mean, that's who I was named for. Okay. So That is um, who you were named for? Mm-hmm. Awesome. I still haven't seen the movie. What? Um, I know. I know. Shoot me. Dude, I feel like Atomic the, the atomic Theory, you said that? And he also dabbled in figuring out colorblindness, too. Dude. Yeah, he sounds smart. I'm okay. going to put him at two. All right. Andy Dalton, three. All right. The bookseller at four. Uh-huh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest. I'm never. You're, I'm you're, sure they're very popular. I've never heard of them. It was I'm a not store. a bookworm. And then I'll put me at like 7 million and 23. Come on. Don't you put me at the bottom humble. of the list, dog. It's five of you. Put me at the bottom of the list. <laughs> well, Don Schultz, this has been a lot of fun. I hope to do another interview with you again uh, down the line. Thanks yeah. so much for the time and good luck. Thank you.